Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Helium 10 Weekly Buzz. My name is Bradley Sutton, and this is the show where we get you familiar with the latest news in the Amazon and e-commerce space. We interview people in the industry that you need to hear from, and we provide training tips of the week that give you serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. So let's go ahead and see what's buzzing this week. Now, today we've got another jam-packed episode. Uh, of course, we've got our news of the week. A lot of things happening in the Amazon world, especially this week, and new things in Seller Central. Uh, we're gonna have a mobile keyword research tip from Lem. Vince is gonna interview somebody about PPC. Carrie's bringing us a Kevin King freedom ticket tip of the week that has to do with brand analytics. And then we also have a special announcement about a webinar that Amazon is doing together with Helium 10. All right, let's go ahead and hop right into the news. All right, the first news article is about Amazon Egypt. Now you are able to do sponsored products, sponsored brand, and sponsored uh, or in full stores in Amazon Egypt. That's Amazon.eg. A lot of you maybe didn't even know you could sell on Amazon Egypt, but maybe some of you do. Well, guess what? You know, you haven't actually been able to do PPC ads, uh, the regular PPC ads all this time, but now you are able to. Remember, uh, Egypt, Amazon took over the Sook a very popular Sook website. And so there's a lot of traffic over there. So if you guys are selling in Amazon Egypt, make sure to go ahead and hop into Seller Central and you're now gonna uh, be able to do advertising that you have not been able to do before. Now, the next uh, article is from a website called Plant Plantazin, I think it is, but the, the title of the article is Amazon Plans for More Massive Warehouses. Now this, 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 this I didn't see reported much, but it kind of intrigued me because if you remember a few months ago, Amazon was talking actually about downsizing some of their warehouses because they they kind of they doubled their space during the pandemic and it wasn't much of a downsize but the the fact that they were downsized at all made me think that oh man they, they they're like set for a long time they had too much space but uh this article talked about how you know yes amazon did kind of cancel or delay 40 planned warehouse facility but they're building three giant new facilities uh one is going to be a four million square foot facility in Ontario, California, another 4 million square foot project in Colorado, and then another one in New York. And actually they announced supposedly that they're expected to open 250 additional facilities of various sizes in 2022. So let me know what you think about that. Like how did Amazon roll back, but now they're actually buying more warehouse space. So this is gonna be kind of interesting. It's kind of a good sign. If they're expanding still, they're, they're still expecting a lot of growth on the Amazon retail side. So that's gonna be pretty exciting to watch. The next article was from the Amazon Seller Central. There's a, actually a, a special referral discount that they're giving on excess inventory. So it's up to 25% of the referral fee for special ASINs that maybe are like slow moving. All right, so th this isn't like, oh, you get 25% back. This is 25% on the referral fee. So how you can see if any of your slow-moving products qualify for that, uh, you go to FBA inventory in your Seller Central account, and then you you check, there's like a little checkbox where you can see if you have any available, what's called uh, sales or outlet deals, all right? So on that uh, manage FBA inventory, you can actually do a little filter and then check like sales or outlet deals. And then it'll tell you if you qualify for these special referral discounts. And that might incentivize a little bit if you create one of those sales or outlet deals so that you can get uh, some money back on that referral fee. The next article was, was 
welcomed by a lot of sellers because in June, Amazon kind of threw something under the radar about insurance. Like a lot of sellers, I didn't get this, but a lot of sellers showed me that there was this email that came out as like, hey, we're, we now require zero deductible policies for the insurance. All right, so as you know, once you hit a certain level of sales, you have to get uh, liability insurance and then prove it, show that you have it to Amazon. Well, a lot of people were like, I can't get zero deductible insurance for my Amazon business. So Amazon and Seller Central put out a message a couple days ago and said, hey, you know, we, we hear you. We understand that this is not uh, something that's easy to get. So you do not need to get the zero deductible. It says we're going to continue to allow policies with deductibles for sellers on Amazon, this article said, and we've reverted to our previous policy requirement. And it says the deductible for any policy must not be greater than $10,000. And it must, and, and any deductible amount must be listed on their certificate of insurance. So good on Amazon for for making that that rollback from a previous policy. Another interesting article came out from CNBC this week, and that was entitled "Amazon Launches Same Day Delivery from Some Brick and Mortar Retail Brands." So what's happening is if you're buying products from certain brands, you might actually get same day delivery and it's picked up from these brick and mortar locations. So some of these uh, that they have started with is like a PacSun and GNC. And this has started in about 10 cities across the uh, country. And if you're, you get free delivery on this, if you're a prime member and you spend $25 or more or $3 only if you spend less than $25. And so what 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 this means is is like let's say you buy some kind of supplement, right? And it's something that actually GNC has stocked in their store. Well, instead of Amazon shipping that from their warehouse, they're going to send one of their flex drivers or one of their their last mile delivery drivers to that local GNC near you, pick it up and then deliver it to your house or your business or wherever your delivery address is. So it's, it'll be interesting to watch this. You know, how many brick and mortar partners does Amazon join with? And then this means that more and more products are going to have that same day delivery. And then if your products are being sold in any of these brick and mortar stores, it's going to give you a boost over the competition. Like I'm just throwing out an example. Let's say for whatever reason, um, Amazon partners with one of these kind of like, you know, Joanne's fabric store or, or you know, one of those other kind of arts and craft stores and the coffin shelves are in there now. Well, now there's tons of coffin shelves on Amazon, but let's say somebody goes and they see, oh, I get same day delivery because they live near one of these Michael's arts and craft stores or something and they can get that coffin shelf in three hours. Now I've got the advantage over my competition who's not in that brick and mortar store. All right. The last article I wanted to talk about is Amazon Belgium is now up. So, you know, those of you selling in Amazon Europe right now, you can go to sell.amazon.com.be and you can register to be a seller on Amazon Belgium. So Amazon Europe has been expanding, you know, from the five core marketplaces that was there for years. And then Netherlands came up and, and Poland and Sweden. Now Amazon Belgium is there as well. And a last article uh, came up uh, just this morning and it's about improved brand analytics reporting is coming. It's not there yet for most sellers, but you know, a while back, Amazon had said they were taking away some of the brand analytics, like customer behavior, parts of brand analytics, and you don't see that there anymore. But now that there's gonna be an update and the dashboards are gonna be grouped under search analytics and consumer behavior. And you're gonna see a, a new user interface and in brand analytics, and you're gonna see the consumer behavior analytics as well. So some new things that are, are coming, and then you're gonna be able to even deep link to these dashboards, this article said. So for more information, check Seller Central.
All right, so that's it for the news this week. Now, in the next little clip, we're going to have an interview from Vince, who is uh, talking to an expert in the PPC industry. So Vince, take it away. Welcome to Weekly Buzz. My name is Vince Montero, and with me today is Elizabeth Green from Jungler. How are you doing, Elizabeth? Hey, good, good. <laughs> so why don't you give us a little bit of background, Elizabeth? Yeah, um, so hi, my name is Elizabeth Green. Um, I'm one of the co-founders, I think co-founder, me and my husband um, started an Amazon advertising agency uh, called Jungler. So yeah. Oh, that's great. Definitely. I didn't know it was both of you. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And how long have you do been doing PPC? Like, how did you get into it? So, I mean, like, agency, oh, is it a little over three years now? Um, as far as like getting into the ads. So we started back, back, back in the day, a couple of kids ago, I think, um, <laughs> you know, like dabbling, like we wanted to do something where we could work from home. So what, what kind of quick tip or trick can you suggest for optimizing PPC? So one thing that I find super important um, when it comes to optimizing is I like to say like not all keywords are created equal as much as we would like to be like, oh, everything about 30%, that's above whatever my target is. Like, let's chop it all down. Because what we're finding as the platform grows more and more competitive is that there's just gonna be some keywords that are helping you sustain visibility and ranking on the platform. And if right. you cut those down, you cut down your visibility, which oftentimes can drop down sales. That's why oftentimes you'll see people who just go into account I don't want to say willy-nilly, but it's kind of willy-nilly. Like maybe in the beginning, you're like, oh, somebody told me I should optimize. So I know my targets. I know what I should optimize for. And you go in and make a bunch of changes and you're like, oh my gosh, my sales are cut in half. What happened? That's probably what it is. You chopped your visibility on some really important keywords. Um, and it. so if you just kind of can identify those, can understand those, and it doesn't even need to be that you don't optimize those. It's just like, okay, when I'm going through my bits, I know these are my important stuff. So maybe I like to just be more sensitive there. So sure. maybe instead of like, Hey, I need to chop this, you know, 20% below my cost per click. Like let's bring mm -hmm. it down more gradually. So on that note, what are the three main metrics that you like to look at when you're, when you're looking at uh, accounts? Yeah. I mean, when you start getting into weeds, like all the things, <laughs> uh, but if you had to check three, um, and three, these three are what I would consider what's kind of referred to as like lagging measures, which means like these are not like the base things that are changing. This tells you um, what kind of the, the change, like what are the end results of my changes? So mm -hmm. ACOS, I mean, definitely it's kind of like the <laughs> the one that nobody wants to talk about anymore. Cause like, oh, ACOS has old news, you know, right. like, <laughs> I, like the second one is TACO. So right. I see such validity to looking at an account holistically and not hyper focusing on ads because like what we talked about you know you might have high a cost you're like oh no, no i need to bring this down but maybe your tacos is fine and you're right. still wildly profitable and your ads are helping to sustain you know kind of that sales momentum and profitability exactly. so it's not that we shouldn't but i also don't think we should completely ignore a cost so we still should look at how profitable our ads are that's still a factor and then tacos i mean tacos tuesday who doesn't right. like tacos which is again your ad spend but it's divided by total sales. Yes. So this is great in the beginning, um, in a launch, if like all we're doing for a launch is PPC, we expect that our tacos is going to be equivalent to the ACOS because we're only making sales through the ads. Right. So we expect those to be equivalent. As time goes on, as you gain additional sales, sales outside of your advertising, you would expect to see that number go down. And if the number's not going down, then you're like, okay, so maybe I'm spending 
like I'm spending on ads and it's bringing sales, it's not getting me ranking. So that gives you a pulse on on that. And then the other one that I definitely like to keep, again, all of these are, are things that I keep a pulse on. And depending on where the trends are, it tells me where I need to dig. Um, and so it's one that I've been referring to as ad sale percentage. You hear of like ratios of ads to organic. Mm -hmm. um, and this is a really important one to keep in mind um, in today's climate with the ads. And when I say today's climate, like it's just more competitive. And it it's one of the platforms. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one of it's because the platform's maturing. So there's more people dumping more ad dollars in. But then secondly, Amazon is opening up way more ad spots. So right. this ratio has naturally increased because if you only get one organic spot above the fold on a search page, like there's only one placement that's going to get you an organic sale add that visibility. It's just what it is. Any, any other sales you want to gain there have to be through ads. So this this number or percentage is just naturally increased, but it's still something that you want to keep a pulse on. Well, that's all we have for today. So if you guys want to get a deeper dive and get some more strategies on PPC, check out the Tacos Tuesday session that we just filmed with Elizabeth Green. And it's the August 2nd video that you can find in our YouTube channels. And if you want to follow Elizabeth. Yep. So LinkedIn and then jungler.com. Awesome. All right. Thanks, Elizabeth. All right. Thank you so much for that interview, Vince. Now, the next little clip here is from Lem, and he's going to give you guys a tip on how to use our Helium 10 mobile app for keyword research. You know, a lot of people think that the Helium 10 mobile app is just for, you know, tracking your sales, which it absolutely is. But if you're on the go and you want to get some instant insights about a keyword that, you know, some idea you have while you're in the store or whatever, let's listen to Lem's clip on how to use the mobile app to do that. In this video, we're going to be showing you how to get into keyword research and to look at your keyword list and product list all within your Helium 10 mobile app right now. So let's go ahead and get started. So pull out your phone, follow along, see if you can follow on this journey with me as we go ahead and go forward. So of course, we got to get our phone out. We're going to pull it up conveniently. I have it loaded up right here. Got my phone. And right now we're switching. We were on the proc uh, tab before, but now we're going to go into the keyword tab right here. So we're going to go ahead and of course, what is the benefit of doing keyword research on the go, right? It's when you see something that's really interesting outside of your normal environment, outside of your normal office space, right? Sometimes I see really interesting things like maybe I'm noticing, wow, I'm seeing a lot of tents that have this like type of feature. Is there a way for me to search this on? Maybe I'm traveling and I see that a lot of cars have this funny type of bumper sticker on it. Like maybe it's like a trendy type of bumper sticker and it's talking about some sort of current event, right? Maybe I'm gonna search that and be like, all right, is there actual, you know, uh, demand behind similar type of keywords like this? Something to get your mind going and get those creative juices flowing is really the benefit of being able to do keyword research on the go. Now, of course, you can you can pin it and save it for to, so that you can do something a, lot, a little bit more actionable later on once you get back to your office, once you get back to your laptop. But this is the perfect middleman uh, for right now for keyword research when you're traveling or you don't have your laptop or desktop accessible. So let's go ahead and search some ones. You see, I've searched some ones before, like coffee shelf, flooring shelves. Let's search Gothic decor. So maybe I'm seeing a lot of Gothic decor and I'm like, all right, I want to see what, what, what pops up here. All right, you see Gothic decor and the information here is uh, not going to be as expansive as you would see on a desktop. But again, keep in mind, this is meant to give you some just kind of like really quick snippets of information, not necessarily give you like 
large in depths and massive loads of information that's going to be incredibly actionable because again that's going to be saved for when you are on your desktop uh, or laptop so here we see gothic decor we can see our search volume it's around around 27 28 uh, this past month we can see the search volume trend which is nice to see of like hey maybe we are looking at camping gear and we want to see if the search volume trend is positive or negative right if it makes sense for us to even be like considering uh private label opportunity or anything like that in that area we can see competing products i can see the top products here okay interesting so maybe I click, maybe I see this Nanayo makeup coffin shelf and I want to like really dive deeper into it. I can click on it and get more of the metrics from that coffin shelf and really get an idea of it. Maybe I'm like, wow, that actually looks like an interesting product. I'm going to pin that for me later. You can see in the upper right, I clicked on that pin. I'm going to pin that for later, right? Gothic decor. I really like that keyword. That seems like a keyword that seems pretty fruitful. I'm going to pin that too. And okay, I'm going to see related keywords. Home decor, bathroom decor, Christmas decorations, Halloween decor. Okay, Halloween decor seems pretty relatable. I definitely want to look into that a little bit later once I get back to my desktop. So I'm going to pin that as well too. So that's what's really nice is that I can do all this stuff with keyword research and kind of get these quick snippets of information. I can sort of pin it or uh, save it for later so that when I do have more time to kind of dive deeper into this, I can. So let's say just, just so I can make sure that, you know, these were saved and pinned, I can go to my list. I can click on my list to see my saved keywords and products. I can go ahead and see my Halloween decor or my Gothic decor. I can see all the keywords that I saved along with the products that I have saved in here and Bada bing, bada boom, we're good to go. I have it saved. I'm feeling confident about where it's at. So that's how you go about doing keyword research on the go with the Helium 10 mobile app and checking your list for your product list or keyword list on the go. All right, thank you so much, Lem, for that clip. Uh, make sure all of you guys, this is a free download. Make sure to go to the, your app store, whether you're on uh, an Android device or an Apple uh, iPhone, go download the Helium 10 mobile app and connect it to your Helium 10 app, and then make sure to start taking advantage of these tools. Now, in this last clip here, uh, we're gonna have Carrie actually uh, give her favorite Freedom Ticket clip of the week, and it's actually a really cool one about how Kevin King uses brand analytics. In this next snippet from Freedom Ticket, Kevin King is actually going to show you a new way to find some great keywords. Now, obviously, Cerebro and Magnet are the best ways to find keywords, but he also has some strategies for utilizing brand analytics to find more keyword opportunities. So go ahead and check it out. In this module, I wanna go through using brand analytics to actually find keyword opportunities in a way that I use brand analytics to supplement uh, Cerebro. So you, remember, you're gonna to have to be brand registered actually to get to brand analytics. And you get to brand analytics by logging to Seller Central and then coming over to brands and brand analytics right here. And then what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna use this Amazon search terms field right here. And what you can do is just download the last quarter. Um, that, that should usually be good enough. Uh, and then I'm gonna come into the search term field and I'm gonna type in my, my seed keywords, you know, for every, product that you sell, there's certain seed keywords where there's variations of that keywords. For example, if it was the word was hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer would be the seed keyword, but the variations of that are hand sanitizer gel, hand sanitizer with alcohol, hand sanitizer mini travel size, and so on. But hand sanitizer would be the seed keyword. It's the, the common keyword that appears in a lot of different uh, uh, keywords. So let's say I'm selling an ab roller, one of those ab device machines that actually give you six pack abs. Well, one of the C keywords would be the word ab roller. So I would come in here to brand analytics and type in ab roller. I'm gonna change this to quarterly. 
and then I'm going to hit apply. Now Amazon then came back with 10 different words that are in the most commonly searched for words on Amazon. You can see here this Tom Shoe 6-in-1 Ab Roller Kit is 1.3 million. It's got hardly any uh, search volume, but the word Ab Roller is 9,492 as far as search frequency rank. So it's actually got, um, it's one of the top 10,000 most searched for things on Amazon. So that's, that's a pretty good word. So what I'm going to do then is I'm going to download this data. So I'm going to download this over here into an Excel spreadsheet. And I will continue doing this for each of my C keywords. And once I've done that, I'm going to have multiple Excel spreadsheets. And what I'm going to do then is I'm going to take each of those Excel spreadsheets I'm going to, that I've just downloaded from, from Brand Analytics. And I'm going to actually combine them into one master spreadsheet. Okay, once you've downloaded all those spreadsheets, you're going to combine them into one spreadsheet like I've done here, as you can see here in this example. And so I have all the keywords from all those different seeds combined into one spreadsheet. And now what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be adding a, an additional column, which I added over here in column P. You can see in column P here, I added a total. And this total, like the 67% here, what this is, is it's the total of the conversion shares. So if I come over here to the conversion shares, this is conversion share number one here in F, conversion share number two here in J, and conversion share number three here in N. And if you add all those two, all three of those together, you get 67%. So you can see the formula is just those three added together as equals, and then the formula equals those three added together. So what this basically means is that the top three ASINs for this particular keyword for, for AB, uh, What's this keyword for the word ab roller? 67% of the sales for off of that keyword are coming from three different ASINs. So only 33% of the market is left for me if I'm not going to be in the top three. So this is going to be a difficult market to penetrate. I like to actually see this to be below 40%. So any of these that are below 40% are going to be easier keywords to target. That doesn't mean I'm not going to go after the word ab roller. But I have to understand that even if I get to position four, five, six, or seven on, on the main page, I'm only going to be fighting for the scraps, 33% of the total sales that come off of that keyword. So if I really want to compete on that keyword, which is it's a big keyword, I'm going to have to take over one of those top three spots to really get a, a chunk of the sales. If you want to hear the rest of Kevin King's strategy for finding keywords utilizing brand analytics, you can find it in module 7.08. And it's actually week seven of Freedom Tickets. So go ahead and check it out and let us know what you think. All right. Thank you very much, Carrie, for that clip. All right. Lastly, I want to go over a special webinar that I'll be doing with Amazon. Helium 10 actually partnered with Amazon to do this webinar. Maybe you guys, some of you guys were surprised. You actually saw when you logged into your Seller Central this week, how there was actually a Helium 10 mention there in a webinar. So I want you guys to register for this. We're going to have some great beginner uh, and a little bit of advanced information. And it's going to be a quick webinar. It's going to be on August the 11th. Now, the way to register for this, all right, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can just go into the description and click the link, but let me just throw my screen here up here so you can see if you do not have this link, how you are able to go ahead and register for it. So what I want you guys to do is go to your seller central dashboard and then on the left-hand side or wherever you have the news, just, just hit any of these news articles, right? And then once you get there on the left-hand side, guys, you are going to scroll down and you guys are going to find a July 28th. All right. And then there's a news article that says learn key product and listing strategies with Helium 10. You're going to click on that 
And in this little news article, you'll see a link in order to register for this webinar. Now, it's important that when you do register for this or you do click that link, uh, you just ask you to put your name and your email address, uh, but you are going to uh, need to put in your Amazon merchant code, all right? This is your storefront code, and they give you a link in order to find where to uh, put that. Uh, all right, guys, so uh, I look forward to seeing you on that webinar. That's it for the buzz this week. I'll see you guys next week to see what's buzzing in the industry.